up, y'all? This is DJ MV. You're listening to Five Questions with Dan Chabelle. You're listening to the Five Questions podcast, and I'm your host, Dan Chabelle. In fewer than 10 minutes, my goal is to extract the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is record producer, radio personality, and author DJ Envy. DJ Envy hosted his own midday show on Power 105.1 in New York before joining Charlemagne Lagarde and Angela Yee as co-hosts of The Breakfast Club. We talk about his career and new book, Real Life, Real Love, during this podcast episode. DJ Envy, welcome to Five Questions. Hey, thanks for having me. At the start of your career, you were mentored by DJ Clue. What advice did he give you that helped you break into the music business? It was not really advice. It was he showed me. He introduced me to DJing. And I always tell everybody to this day, if it wasn't for Clue, you know, who knows what I would be doing. And the story is quick. I was waiting on the bus. I seen Clue pull up in a nice car. And at the time, it was a three series BMW, which was like the Rolls Royce of today. And I said, what do you do? And he said, come by my house. And I tell everybody this story. This is the, the importance of positive influences. If he would have said sold drugs, I might have sold drugs. If he would have said scammer, I might have been a scammer. If he said anything negative, I might have been. But he opened it up and said, I'm a DJ. And when I seen the records and the tapes and his success and how much fun he had, he influenced me to being a DJ. So he influenced me by showing me the way. I love that. And of course, that's what you're doing now too. You're probably influencing a lot of other people and showing them a path forward as well, because he did for you what you will do for others. And how did you and Angela Yee and Charlemagne Lagarde come together to form The Breakfast Club? And why do you think that collaboration has been so effective and successful? I was doing afternoons on Power 105. And at the time, the program director, Cadillac Jack from Boston, he said, I want to bring some new energy to mornings. Would you be interested in doing it? And I said, no, I did mornings at, at Hot 97 before and I didn't like it. And I kind of like afternoons. I didn't have a boss. I didn't have a, a co-host. Then he threw some money at me. I said, no. Then he said he'll double my salary. I said, no. Then he said he'll triple my salary. And I said, hmm, let me think about this. I said, well, who would I work with? And he says, well, Charlemagne is somebody that's been sending me these messages and in these videos. He might be somebody. And, you know, we have to find a third person. He's like, we really like Angela Yee. And when he told me at first, I said, Charlemagne, no way. Uh, he's been fired like four or five times. And Angela Yee was on Sirius Satellite Radio. And I was like, she curses like a sailor. She'll get me fired. So no, he talked me into it. And we just started rocking. At first, he wanted it to be my show, but I didn't want it to be my show. I wanted it to be something where every member has a part, a percentage. It's part of a something together. Because if it's just my show or just Charlemagne's show or just Yee's show, everybody, somebody feels some way. But if we all have equal share, we all push the same. And that's how the breakfast club was born and if there's an imbalance that could create jealousy and that could break up the group much i mean we see all sorts of groups breaking up because of that but because you've equalized it and you all bring something unique to the table that's why it's formed into something so powerful and great and you recently or will be releasing real life real love the new book that you co-authored with your wife where you openly talk about your 27 year relationship how did all the obstacles you face bring you closer together instead of ending your relationship i think for myself me and my wife gia we've been together since she was 15 and i was 16 from high school and we didn't really learn experiences you know we're we're, we're from a place and i think most people you never talk about relationships right when you get it when you go to the barbershop you don't say hey well how's everything going with your girlfriend you talk sports you talk music you 
talk politics, but we never talk relationships. We never talk love. So you kind of just got to learn. And sometimes learning habits are bad because we learn from TV. We learn from your favorite celebrity, which is not necessarily right. And I think that's what I did. And you talk about love and you don't really know the true meaning of love because if you did, you wouldn't hurt that person. You wouldn't put that person through some of the things that you put them through. So after dealing with all that, like I said, 27 years, we've been through insecurities, uh, infidelity, you know, forgiveness, having children, keeping it spicy. Cause like I said, it has been 27 years. So we go through all of that. I tell everybody it's just a platform where people who are going in, in relationships or thinking about getting in relationships, where you can understand from somebody who has done it, but it's not perfect. I'm not saying my relationship or my marriage is perfect, far from it, but you can kind of see the things that I did wrong. So hopefully other men or other women don't go through the same thing. You know, I told my wife all the time, she should have left me a long time ago, probably when she was 16 and I was 17, but we were able to figure it out and we were able to, to talk about things, which made our relationship stronger. Because since we've been through all that, we're in a way better place because we're more into each other's feelings and not in a sensitive way, like a boo-hoo way, but more into, I know what she likes. She knows what I like. She knows how to support me. I know how to support her, but we can do it on a level where it's mutual respect and mutual love. Mutual understanding, trust, and constant communication. Communication, you know, I talk about a lot of things that happen in the work place, but even in your love life and with friends, communication is key. Becoming a good communicator, like you were just saying, has been really effective in you sorting things out and, you know, just being honest about everything. Now a word from our sponsor. It's time to think about healthcare benefits, especially pharmacy benefits, very differently. Employers need to demand more from their pharmacy benefit manager and expect outstanding financial and health outcomes for their members. Empirix Health is one of the fastest growing healthcare companies in America. It's the most clinically advanced PBM in the country and the only value-based one for seven years running. Personalized healthcare done right without any drug pricing or financial games is what you should expect from a benefits partner. The time is now to reimagine healthcare benefits. Go to EmpiricsHealth.com for more information. What have you learned about building a healthy relationship from your wife and what do you think she's learned from you? I think with my wife, one thing I learned is patience. My wife has a lot of patience. Let's say she goes away for a couple of days and I have all six kids. I'm like, my wife really has patience because I'm pulling my hair out and I don't have much hair. You realize that it's patience and understanding that you really have to listen to people. And sometimes in relationships, you don't listen. Let's say you're going back and forth on a disagreement. Before they're ready to finish their statement, you're already trying to attack. And that's what it's not about. It's not about attacking. It's not about winning or losing, right? And a lot of times that's what we think it is. You want to win, you want to lose. You want to lose, you want to win. But it's a matter of understanding. It's a relationship. Y'all are married. Your boyfriend and girlfriend, your boyfriend and boyfriend, girlfriend and girlfriend. You have to understand each other. Like if you want a relationship to work, it's not win or losing, it's understanding each other. Nobody should ever leave an argument like I won. No, it should be leaving an argument as, oh, we understand each other now. It's like you're not on two different teams playing each other. You're on the same team. Absolutely. It took me a long time to to get to that because I wanted to win. And my problem with winning is I'm very competitive. So if it took me lying to win, I would do whatever it takes to win. You know, me and my wife could be arguing about your shirt. I would be like, that shirt is red. And she'd be like, no, it's blue. And I've been like, no, it's red because God told me it was red 10 years ago, you know, whatever. But I would make up stories to win that argument. And then it just made things worse. Yeah. And if you talk to, I thought, you know, talking to my mom, talking to people who are 60s, 70s, even 80s, who have been married for decades and decades and decades, the biggest complaint they have about relationships today is people aren't putting enough effort into them, right? It's like, everyone's like, what's the, you know, there's just swiping to the next person. That's like the psychology, but it's also a lack of patience too. Everyone like wants Wants something immediately. And I asked everyone this, but back in 2017, I asked Charlemagne for his best piece of career advice. And he said, live your truth. Honesty is always the best policy. What's your best piece of career advice? I would say you have to do the work. 
Nothing comes easy. And make sure you do the work. Meaning, I went to school, I went to college for not communications, I went for business and marketing. And people say, well, why? You're in communications. I can practice communications. I could practice interviewing. I could practice doing radio. But I wanted to learn the business side of it. I always told myself that I was good and I wanted to be great. And not just all aspects. I tell everybody all the time, I'm a good DJ. I'm not the best DJ. I'm not the worst DJ. But what I am is a hard worker and I outworked everybody else. I was smarter. I was able to market myself for my business marketing classes. I was able to manage myself to make sure that I was in those right spaces, learn how to send emails and to do all the things that most people weren't able to do because I did my homework in each aspect of life that I wanted to get into, whether it was doing my car shows or writing my book or marketing or management or everything else. I was able to do so much of it because everything fulfills this one thing of DJing, being a, a personality and doing all of that. So I studied and I studied outside of what people normally would study. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, DJ Envy. To follow his journey, you can read his book, Real Life, Real Love, and find him on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, where he shares his appearances, announcements, events, and friends. To watch the full extended video version of this episode, go to youtube.com slash Dan and please remember to rate and review the 5 Questions podcast on iTunes.